0: Hi lovely people, so this is episode 2 of the Sweet Tooth Boss podcast and I want to say that today I am going to be talking about something that a lot of my clients struggle with and that is the difference between genuine hunger and a craving. Okay, so let's get into this. I was going to gym today, and I was on my walk, and I really love my walk to gym because I find it's like my think tank. It's my time to really sit and be with myself, check in with myself, and be with my thoughts. And I was thinking about a particular client who had just joined recently, and she said to me that she feels like she is hungry all the time. And now, I found this very interesting because I asked her to send me through a food diary. And from what I saw, it wasn't that she wasn't eating enough food. It wasn't that her body was physically hungry. It was that she always felt the need to eat food for some reason. And now, this brings me to a concept that I often teach in coaching which a lot of people do not understand. We have two types of hunger. The first type is physical. What do I mean by that? I mean, that is when our body needs actual fuel. That is when you wake up and you're physically hungry, you feel a subtle growl in your stomach, and physical hunger starts from a physiological reason. So let me give you an example, right? You wake up in the morning, you feel that slight empty pit in your stomach, maybe you're slightly lightheaded and you are willing to eat whatever will fully satisfy you. So often when it comes to physical hunger, I like to ask my clients a powerful question. I like to say, would a really boring meal like boiled chicken and broccoli do the trick? If the answer is yes, then chances are it is physical hunger. Now, I am by no means insinuating that you should be eating boring meals like chicken and broccoli, but so often clients get so confused as to am I actually hungry Or is something else happening here? And I find that question to be the most simple, powerful question that really gives us a black and white answer of, am I truly hungry? So the first type of hunger is physical hunger. And we have things that throw off your physical hunger. So these are often determined by the types of food that we choose to eat. So obviously we know heavily processed foods, foods that are not in their most natural form, tend to throw our natural hunger fullness cues off. So let me give you a personal example. Pringles and Oreos. For me, these are two examples that I find. The more I eat, the more I want them, And it doesn't really add up to the amount that I eat. What do I mean? My hunger and fullness cues get thrown off and my fullness cues don't quite kick in. So what I mean by this is if I'm eating some Pringles and if I'm eating, let's say, baked potatoes, right? A baked potato, I'm more likely to feel that fullness from. Whereas the Pringles, I'm less likely to feel that fullness and more likely to overeat. And now, I'm not going to get into this, but there is a scientific reason for this. And that is that different foods can spike our blood glucose. And this causes us to feel overly hungry. And when we get that crash, that causes the over-hunger. So the first thing that I teach is really how do we tune in to our true hunger and fullness cues and what foods serve us in doing this and what foods throw us off from this? And how can we incorporate them in a way that's in a balanced and middle ground way? I'm going to tell you, I love Pringles. I still enjoy Pringles. So I'm by no means saying you can never eat Pringles again. It's merely through understanding how your body works and really learning how to work with your body as opposed to feeling like you're just taking shots in the dark and not knowing what's happening. So that's the first part of the equation. Now, the second part which I like to call a craving, is something that most of my clients struggle with the most. And now for the purpose of this podcast, I want to define a craving as eating when you are not physically hungry. So this can be for any reason other than physical hunger. Now, I know a lot of you will tell me, like, what you mean are the reasons other than physical hunger, but if you really stop and think about the reasons for eating food outside of physical hunger, what you might discover is that food is being used in place of a certain emotion or for emotional reasons. So I really want you to just stop and know that there is a difference. There are two types of hunger. There is physical hunger and there is emotional hunger. And a lot of us use food to try and treat that emotional hunger, which yes, it does serve us in some way. Let me give you an example. You know, I have a client who works a very high paced job and she's often super stressed out. And she finds that when she gets home, her way of de-stressing is just diving into a big bag of cookies and mindlessly eating it. And it's interesting when I say it serves us to an extent Because a lot of people say to me, I just want to stop eating those cookies. It doesn't serve me in any way. And I say, if it really didn't serve you, you wouldn't keep doing it over and over again. So the reason why she struggles to stop eating those cookies is because at some point she was super stressed out and at some point she realized that, hey, when I eat those cookies, It helps my stress in that moment while I'm eating those cookies, and it distracts me from the emotion, even if it's for the five to ten minutes while I'm eating those cookies. And that's what I mean by it served her to some extent. It did provide some relief from the emotion, such as stress, and that is why her brain keeps on repeating that pattern, because it's the only pattern that she has explored. Now, I really want to challenge you and say that emotional hunger is often a signal that we really need to dive deeper within ourselves and build more tools to be able to cope with those emotions and self-soothe. Often the only toolbox that a lot of people have when they come to me Is They say when I'm stressed or when something bad is happening in my life, my eating goes out the window. I make food choices that I'm not proud of. I tend to overeat and I tend to feel out of control around food. Now, I really want to challenge you, right? Life is never going to be smooth sailing. We are always going to have uncomfortable emotions and if your method of dealing with these uncomfortable emotions is through burying through eating a huge slice of cake or cookies this pattern will continue no matter how hard you try to resist it and no matter how much willpower we have so i want to challenge you to say Emotional hunger cannot be solved by food. What do I mean by this? I mean, yes, it may provide a temporary distraction. But I really want you to ask yourself, after eating those cookies, did it really take away the stress? Did it really solve for the problem? Did it really teach you anything about yourself? And often the answer is no. A lot of my clients say to me, after eating the cookies, I feel worse about myself. I feel more stressed. I feel more overwhelmed. I feel more out of control. And the cycle continues. So, what's the solution? Well, the solution that I often say and what I teach in my coaching is you found one way to self-soothe. All you need to do is find other ways of self-soothing that makes eating look boring in comparison. So, let me give you an example. A lot of people, when they start coaching, you know, they really struggle with their emotions and end up overeating and eating the cookies and view the cookies and ice cream in the light of, this is my solution and this is my go-to when I'm stressed and overwhelmed and anxious. And a lot of my clients at the end say to me, you took the fun out of cookies and ice cream. I realized that cookies and ice cream, that is at the bottom of my self-soothing list. It does not allow me true relief from that emotion. And what do I mean by relief? Like I said to you, we are going to be feeling uncomfortable emotions regardless. So the quicker you learn how to fully process that emotion and see it through in a way that truly serves you the quicker you're going to get comfortable with sitting in discomfort and truly taking care of your needs really getting to the root cause of what you truly need in that moment suddenly food becomes boring Food doesn't become the answer to your issues when you're stressed out because you have better ways of coping with that stress. And that is really what I want to offer to you guys is that when it comes to cravings, we think we just need more discipline. We think we need more willpower. But I want to challenge you and ask yourself, what is that craving really stemming from? Is it a physical reason? Am I not eating enough foods? Am I not eating the right type of foods? Or is it an emotional reason? And I want you to remind yourself, physical hunger can be solved by food, but emotional hunger cannot be solved by food. And that is your sign to really learn the tools. How do I deal with emotional hunger? So if you're currently experiencing your cravings as this huge battle where you feel like you have to resist it, you have to fight it, you have to challenge it, I want you to take a step back and really get curious and ask yourself, What is it that I really need in this moment right now? And simply by stopping and asking yourself that, it will unravel and reveal to you what it is that you truly want and what it is that you really need. Because no amount of willpower will get you to be consistent If the root cause of why you're having these cravings or why you're struggling with emotional overeating hasn't been addressed. And if you don't develop the correct tools that are better than the current tools that you have now. And that is what I really want to challenge you all on. So this podcast today was really just a small introduction to really getting to know your body and learning the difference between being physically hungry and emotionally hungry and almost getting you to really think about, well, how do I really solve for this? And how does this all tie in with weight loss? Well, gaining weight happens when we eat more than we actually expend. And so that's why a lot of people tell us, "Hey, here's this diet. follow the diet. Exercise more." But no one really goes into, "Why can we not follow through on that? Why does that seem so impossibly difficult for me? Why am I currently eating more than I am expending? And how can I go about that in a way that truly serves me? Okay, my friends, so that is what I have for you today. I would love for you guys to start really digging deep. Is it true hunger or is it emotional hunger? And what do I really need right now? Chat next week hey if you really struggle with emotional overeating and cravings and have a major sweet tooth i would love to coach you in my 30 pounds down sweet tooth boss program we take all of the things and learn how to apply it deeply and create the exact steps and tools that you need to not only lose the weight but do it in a way that is totally deprivation-free, and we learn to give you all the tools on how to self-soothe emotionally that eating becomes boring in comparison. I would love for you to apply at wholesome-lee.com and I would love to work with you and make this a possibility.